Oh, snap! The world is finally waking up to the crap that's baked into and sprayed on kibble dog food. No longer can commercial pet food manufacturers fool us with pretty pictures and false promises. This is the raw dog food truth. The view and opinions expressed on this podcast are not intended to replace medical advice. Before starting any raw diet, do research, ask lots of questions, and consult your vet. Well, hello, Raw Feeders. I'm Dee Dee Mercer Moffat, the CEO of Raw Dog Food and Company, where your pet's health is our business and we're friends. By golly, we don't let friends feed kibble. Now, That's do we? Right. Do we, Neely? I mean, come <laughs> on. There's Absolutely a lot of, not. But people still do it. And uh, especially, you know, I mean, everybody voted to keep things the same for these next two years. So <laughs> prices <laughs> yeah. are going to be the same. Uh, if not, yeah, higher. if you believe that, I gotta, I, <laughs> no. I gotta, yeah, I gotta Brooklyn Bridge to sell you here. In I don't know. That's what it says. It says that people want these high prices, that they don't care. That's okay. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, but I will say this let me just say this if prices are going to go up as we go further and further into this year and next year, you might want to start stocking up now. <laughs> I'm yeah, just, just saying. I'm just saying. And I also, um, you know, Neely, I got I to gotta point something out to our mm-hmm. listeners. I know that complaining, all right, seems like that companies are going to um, help you when you complain. Um, it has not been my experience. <laughs> it has not been my experience. As a matter of fact, what they do is they will change the product and it won't be as good. They'll change the service and it won't be as good. Why? Because they just don't want to hear the complaints. And um, so think about that. I mean, if your complaint is legitimate, you know, and so, you know, if we, if we need to talk to our vendors and it's, and it's legitimate, um, then we will. But I am telling you, I've seen it over and over and over again that in the market, All right. So let's just take, for example, people complaining about bacteria, people being afraid of bacteria. So what did they do? They came out with an HPP product. They came out with a cooked product. They came out with something that would make these consumers happy. Doesn't have anything to do necessarily with pet health. Well, and the problem with that is if you put that, I think we talked about this um before but if you put a kill step in there you're killing everything so that the non-desirable when it starts growing bacteria again which it will the non-desirable species will propagate whereas if you leave it alone you have what's supposed to be there i mean we we just can't leave things alone in the world we just can't leave it alone yeah god forbid yeah, God doesn't know what he's doing. Man knows better. That's that's such a crock of crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? I mean, um, uh, even to those who don't believe in God, I mean, let's talk about nature. Nature knows better. Okay. Exactly. Nature, nature knows better. And, um, man, I, I was reading an article about vaccines. And, you know, you and I get banged upside the head sometimes for vaccines. And we say, go ahead, do what you want. We're just putting out the information. Yeah, don't come crying to me when when we're, something goes horribly wrong. We're just we're not the pet police. We're just informing. <laughs> I'll just tell you, I told you so. <laughs> just informing. 
And um, I, I don't know if you read yeah. Villains in Vaccines. You will yeah. love this article. Villains in Vaccines by Diva uh, Carlson. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I haven't read oh, it yet. my gosh, they're talking about vaccine contamination. And they were talking about, you know, when all these dogs supposedly, you know, the 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 parvovirus was going around and all these dogs were dying of parvo. And they were like, yeah, no, they weren't dying of parvo. They were dying of a cat virus that was contaminating the shots. There you go. And she was like, you know, has this been done before? Oh, yes. I remember it was the polio vaccines. Yeah. SB40. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's how parvo originated in the first place. I mean, if you look back, parvo didn't exist before, like, I think it's 1978, 1980, somewhere right in there. And it's the same thing. Parvo was created from some run amok cat vaccine. <laughs> it's not even a it's not even a real virus. It's a toxin from a cat vaccine that you gotta totally got out of control. And yeah, same same thing. You know what I saw? Something just absolutely horrific. There was uh, this four-year-old child who was the poster child for the COVID-19 vax. You know, like getting your vax. Yeah, he mm -hmm. died. He died. Yeah. Just Unfortunately, died. there's going to be more and more of that happening. Can you, I mean, can you imagine how do you recover from that as a parent? How do you well, recover? We barely I, recover when our dogs pass. How do you recover when a child passes? I don't know, especially if you find out the truth and find out it was your fault. But yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, this this article, though, it's talking about, you know, um, how many of these um, vaccines in our dogs uh, and cats have been contaminated. Right. Because they were talking about. Um, there were a lot of cancers that were showing up at the form of the injection site, right? And mm -hmm. between the shoulder blades. So you know what they did? Hey, let's just don't change the vaccine, Niels. Let's just change the, the place that yeah. we put the vaccine in the cat. If we put it in their back leg, well, we can just take the leg off. Yeah. Well, and then that's a lot of times they'll do it at the base of the tail because it's really easy to amputate a tail. What the? What kind of illogical logic is that? I know, right? You know, the more you beat people over the head with it, the more resistant they get to hearing it. So me unless Neely. somebody asks me, I usually don't say much. Then the beatings will continue until morale improves. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> I think that's probably true. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, that's, that's pretty much what this last week has shown. The beatings will continue. <laughs> <laughs> and you will like it yeah you will like it you will eat bugs and you will like it <laughs> oh oh, oh i know God. it's it's so it's so tempting it's so tempting for me to say that when people say dang the prices are going up i was like but you voted for it did you vote for it Come on. well you it, know in all honesty they may not have i know i, I know I mean <laughs> I think a lot of dead people voted for all that stuff. Right, the dead people with the high prices. Yeah. Well, I heard that some some dead uh dead person got elected. 
Yes, they did. They're coming back from the dead to rule. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's going to be a wild ride. I'm just going to say it's going to be a wild ride, I think, in the next two years. So we're going to see what's going to happen. I mean, um, ooh, yes. I'm just not going to play. I've already decided. I'm. Not, <laughs> they, you, you can't lose if you don't play. You got to play. You yeah, And you can't you win if you don't play. You can't win if you don't play. <laughs> But but what I'm just saying is in the in in this industry, we're going to see what's going to happen in this industry. And I have been seeing a move, a smart move by our pet parents. They are now getting those freezers that they've been thinking about getting. They are now um, starting to stockpile. Okay, because if prices are going to go up, they're cheaper today. Yep. And they're going to be, you know, next week. So, um, you know, we, we have our yappy hour sale every Thursday, every Thursday at 6 PM mountain time, guys. Um, you don't even have to wait for the notices to go out. Just go to the sell page at 6 PM and, uh, you know, get your stuff. We, we try to help out. We try to help out. Uh, we do ship all across the country and I don't know what Amazon does, right? I don't know how, I mean, I guess they're getting things really, really cheap. But they're still, they still have to pay UPS. They still have to pay FedEx. They still no, have they to- don't. They, have, <laughs> they do their own stuff. I mean, I don't know. I, who, who knows what Amazon does? I don't do Amazon anymore. But yeah, yeah I don't, I, I don't know. How, and pretty much if you look online now, pretty much anything you buy online, you know, used to be free shipping with, you know, $50 or more or whatever. That's going away. Well, Has anybody noticed that? That's kind of going away. It's it's. I think, uh, I think Jeff Bezos took part of the FTX Bitcoin money. I don't know. I'm just saying. But okay. Probably so. I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> oh God. You said. All right. So let's talk dogs, shall we? Okay. Um, yeah. All right. So Niels, I'm getting. I'm getting emails. Now it is getting colder outside. It's getting drier outside. I don't care where you live. The weather's changing. This is the time of the year that you and I start getting calls about itchies, itchies and dogs. Now, a lot of people are going to do one of two things. They're going to say, my dog's allergic to this protein or my dog has yeast. Now we need to help our pet parents determine whether their dog actually does have yeast or not. We need you, the top pet nutritionist in the country with a gazillion certifications. How do we help our pet parents determine what is causing the itch? Well, if you're in Colorado, it's because it's getting cold and it's dry. Um, what should furnaces be obvious? Are on, furnaces are on. Yeah. I mean, my skin's dry as, as, a, yeah. as a, the Moab desert. I mean, it's yeah, like there you go. Cracking. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. There you go. Um, well, I mean, every case is going to be different. The skin is the first place that the body tries to push toxic stuff out of. So, um, you have to think, what are you putting in your dog that's toxic that it's trying to get rid of through its skin that's making it itch? Hmm. Right? Or, 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 or you're just putting too many dadgum supplements in them. 
Yeah, there's that too. So, um, this has sort of come up in uh, my um, realm of thinking for some reason recently too. This whole probiotic thing. I mean, um, the best... I mean, some dogs need probiotics for sure. They need some support. But you don't want to give the same... Uh, okay, so what we're what we're striving for is diversity in the microbiome, right? Right. So the 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 bigger of a the more diverse community we have in the microbiome, the healthier it's going to be, right? It's kind of like the whole monoculture in in farming. Monocultures are not healthy. You have to have a, a whole community of different um, different organisms to support each other, right? Um, so if you're using the same probiotic, then you're, you're seeding exactly the same strains over and over and over and over and over and over again. Right. So you, you don't want to do that. You're not, you're creating an issue there in and of itself. And if you don't rotate your proteins and all that kind of stuff, which I'm sure we've talked about that ad nauseum too, but you're, you're creating a sensitivity if you don't if you don't put enough diversity in the diet. So you can't feed the same thing over and over and over and over and over again and, and think that everything's fine. Um, so, and you can't, you can't give a, a course of antibiotics and say, Oh, I'll just give probiotics at the same time or afterwards and repopulate. It doesn't work that way. You, it, there are some species that you just kill off that will never return. So you, you need to try to support, the native colonies and diversity that's already there. So you support the appropriate ones and make the environment hostile for the inappropriate ones. Right. So um, in that case, you want to look at prebiotics rather than probiotics, right? Cause you don't want an overabundance of the same an overgrowth of the same, the same species, which if you're putting this probiotic and that probiotic and, and just throwing probiotics at them, you're not really helping. So feed the, feed the, the, uh, um, appropriate strains that are there. And some of the best ways to do that aside from variety of proteins, variety of organs and appropriate mounts and all that kind of thing, um, is with, appropriate prebiotics right so what is that that's going to be that's going to be your fiber which comes from green tripe for one um appropriate veg for another and if you're one of those people that insist that dogs don't need veg and don't eat grass and all that kind of stuff then just feed tripe but um my dogs are like little cows when you give them the opportunity Anyway, so dark leafy greens, whatever, what's, what things are in season, things like that. Uh, no starch, you know, no peas and carrots and potatoes and all those pretty, pretty things that you see sitting whole in these mail order cooked frozen foods that have whole peas and whole chunks of carrot and whole chunks of potato. That's ridiculous. Um, totally inappropriate. Um, and, you know, it doesn't need to be much. So let's 10, talk. Let, let, 
Okay, 15%. That's good. That's good information. All right. These folks that are doing the, the pre and probiotics. So we have, and we say this, we always say variety, 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 and just about everything, right? So mm-hmm. along with those things you're talking about. All right. So we have these different gut enhancers. Let me call it that. Okay. Um, we have healthy gut. We have protect. We have phytosflora. And we have love bugs. There's four right there. Now, when you say rotation of these pre and probiotics and different strains, can you give us a, and every dog is different, guys. Can you give us a, all right, do this one for a week and then another one for a week, do this one for three days and then pull off? You know, people already say, this is so confusing. And I get it. It's not really confusing, but it is, um, we don't want to make it confusing for them. So let's just give them in a roundabout way. We say variety, variety, variety in the pre and probiotics. What's your definition of that? I just say buy a different bottle every time. But um, so the healthy gut, is basically love bugs with a digestive enzyme in it. The gut soothe is basically love bugs with uh, soothing herbs in it. So those two have um, more specific uses, right? So the love bugs and the uh, phytosflora and the protect, you can you know, rotate those three. And if you need a digestive enzyme and you're doing love bugs anyway, then do the healthy gut. If you need a digestive enzyme and a probiotic, then do, do that. If you have, um, uh, inflamed diarrhea, things like that, and you, you need a probiotic, then the gut soothe is going to be um, a good one to use, but, uh, and then the protect has got, um, more soil based things in it. And then it's got some other herbs in it too. So it's completely different than the others. And the phytosflora has, um, fulvic and humic acid and canine specific, uh, strains in it. And some of some of the same strains that I think that Love Bugs has in it, but it's those those three are pretty different. So you rotate those. But I don't necessarily think that a dog should be on a probiotic forever. I mean, if they need it to help support support that regeneration of their of their microbiome, by all means. But once you have that started and going, then you need to you need to cultivate it and support that and if you you know you can you can cause having too too much probiotic can cause just as much of a problem as not enough right right now um so we had a customer uh uh, that has a a little yorkie uh have not had they're still with us um (laughs) we we have a customer who has a yorkie um been doing raw, but 
they've been doing um, some things to kill off yeast and the dog's paws, you know, they're licking the dog's paws and in the, from the email information, you know, the dog's itching a lot. Now you and I don't know what that means uh, specifically because we're not looking at the dog, right? We're not looking right. at how, how the dog is itching. Um, and I will say even my dogs right now, at least Lazie, I see that she's, um, itching at the moment more than she usually does. However, it's dry. Do I worry about it? No, but I'll tell you what I do is I add some potency. I add some omega-3s in our food. Um, I had some, uh, you know, tripe in our food. I, uh, but I, but, and, and more fish. So that, that always tends to help at this time of the season, but I want to go back. I digress. <laughs> That's As still I, good information. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, so the question is this. Would you, if you see a dog beginning to itch, and they're on many different um, liver tonics, yeasty bees, pre and probiotics, would you just say, hey, let's just stop all that and get real yes. basic again? Yes. Yeah. Because what can happen? What can What can happen? A lot of times we put too many different things in the dog's body. And then we're like, well, what the heck? I'm not getting the results yeah. I wanted. What's happening? Yeah. Well, uh, well, who knows? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> when, when, you, you know, you know, I'm not a big, uh, well, I don't think you are either a big supplement fan. And that's why our supplements are not quote unquote supplements. They're, they're whole food items that are just in powder form. So they're, uh, more available and, um, you know, more, more useful. So, but, you know, but even that, it, yeah, exactly. Um, if you throw the kitchen sink at something, you, you know, that's usually not a good approach. So you can't do too many things at once. And so the question would be, well, what initiated, I mean, liver tonic is, is great for, um, you know, the, the, doing a, a liver detox, um, usually in the spring and fall, you know, that's, that's totally appropriate to do. Um, and if things are coming out, if, if that is causing, um, a detox, like it's supposed to, then you need to let that run its course. You don't, you don't, stop it i mean that's what it's that's what you gave it for was to push all that toxic stuff out so let it come out um but uh okay hang on whole... wait i'm gonna I, i'm gonna interrupt and ask you to expand on that just a little bit and here's the question if you gave a liver detox okay because um you felt that you know there was some yeast or whatever would a liver detox in a dog that is just eating raw neely let's say pure raw no no processed treats no anything like that would that actually cost cause any yeast die off and would yeast die off look like itchy paws it doesn't seem like that would be right to me yeah, I'm struggling to see where that would cause a yeast die off. Um, and the, you know, I mean, my dogs lick their feet all the time. 
They always have. <gasps> I can, you know, it's Why? like. Oh, I, my. Who, who knows? Who cares? I mean, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's, it's not a not a big deal. <laughs> they at this point, it's a behavior. It's not a Mabel's done it since she was a puppy. Um, it, Just because they do some of those things that can be indicative of an issue doesn't mean that there's an issue. Okay. I mean, you well, know. could you tell if it was just, hey, I love licking my paws. I like clean paws. It tastes good. I like doing this. It feels good versus I got some sort of uh, itchy going on. What's yeah. the diff? Well, I don't know. It, 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 you know, that's that's something that comes with knowing your dog. Mabel, I think hers started when she was a puppy. She got a splinter in her foot and it was one of those little tiny micro ones that you couldn't find and that's she stepped on like a kind of like a nettle plant sort of and it and it burned and you know those little prickers that are so like way thinner than hair and you can't find them um that's when she started doing it and she just never stopped so i gave up on it i mean she just she's 12 she turned 12 this year she's been doing that since she was five months old you know, I mean, it's right. just, it's just that, that damn, I'm, that damn splinter's been in there for years. Forever. I know. I know. So it's just like one of those things that she does. And uh, she's looking at me like, mom, you're telling all my secrets. Um, And then Hazel does it just when she's laying on the couch and she's bored, you know, she'll start licking her feet and then I'll snap right up. She's like, oh, oh, okay. I'll stop. Um. So, you know, it depends. I mean, yeah, it, it can be indicative of something like that. And, um, but, and yeah, yeast can, you know, if their feet smell like free toes, then they can be yeasty. But I, I think that yeast gets a bad name or a bad rap a lot of times because, you know, it's always there. It's kind of supposed to be there. I mean, you don't want it to be out of control but it's everywhere so you know if you it's like you said it's like it's really hard to say anything about something like that if you don't know you haven't seen the dog you don't have an idea of their of their personality their behavior you don't have um a a good idea of their environment you know who maybe you know and a lot of people won't admit to us that they just got vaccinated you know <laughs> you know mm. so um that's always where i go first and it doesn't matter if it was six months ago i mean a lot of that stuff totally is um dormant until it until it's not until the last straw is put on the camel's back and then it and then it explodes you know it doesn't have to have been just the other day it could have been six months a year ago um you know but i especially a a tiny dog like that i i don't know it just sounds to me like there's two too much going in you know and and the last thing you want to do if that is from 
the liver tonic and the detoxing the liver, the last thing you want to do is suppress that. I mean, that's what you did it in the first place for. Right. Right. And um, I think that at least from my experience, Neely, a lot of your yeast die off. Yeah, it can come out that way, but, but um, supposedly dogs tend to feel a little achy, lethargic, little fluish maybe because of those toxins that go in the bloodstream. Um, But the, the other part of this question is this, what would be causing yeast overgrowth in a dog or a cat if they are just pure raw fed, no processed foods, nothing that would be causing a yeast buildup as we talk about. What what else would it be? What could well, be how do they how do they know it's yeast? Well that's a good question. That's what we're supposed to be helping them figure out. See, that's the question. So I can't really say that if, if you're doing everything that we talk about all the time, right? No vaccines, no flea and tick, no heartworm, no crap. Even that, I don't know if that build up yeast, but uh, if you're not doing any starchy stuff, no processed treats, um, no starchy, what what else could be causing yeast? It doesn't just appear, does it? I don't know. I mean, if that's what it is and it did just appear, there's something behind it. But I mean, who's to, who's to say? I mean, I would stop all the... I would stop any uh, any probiotics for sure. Any anything like that, um, and I would be sure that I'm given tripe, and I would add, like I said before, I would add some crushed veg, appropriate veg, and um, let it come out. I mean, I, and, and, you know, if it's on their feet, it could be environmental, like, you know, maybe, maybe the neighbor sprayed, maybe there's, um, fertilizer or something in the yard, maybe went, you know, and it might not even be something that you know about, you know, some, some, somebody else's yard or park or, or something, you know, this is the time of year where going into the winter, um, people are, are, treating their yards preparing them for the for the winter you know so i mean who knows maybe maybe there's a uh um carpet freshener or new floor cleaner or new laundry soap or i mean it could be anything you know air fresheners anything like that gotcha gotcha All right. I want to ask another question that came in today. Um, So this particular dog is a boxer breed and they got the um, split marrow. Okay. Because they want the marrow out of the bone. And the question was, is, is if my dog doesn't get all the marrow out of the bone, can I just scoop it out and give it to him later uh, is it going to get bacteria on it? And here, here was, you know, kind of my team's reply. It was, 
You know, dogs bury their bones. Dogs eat vomit. Dogs eat poop. Dogs eat dead things. So do what makes you as a pet parent most comfortable. How is a dog not going to be able to get all the marrow out of a split bone? That's got to be one not terribly. Uh, Very short tongue. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I mean, I'm, mine can get them. Uh, mine can get it out of a, a not split one. But yes, you can scoop it out and give it to them. And I mean, I can't imagine that there's any dog that wouldn't be able to get it all out, though. Right. But OK, but what do you think about the, the response? So the response, yeah, that's true. I mean, the bacteria. OK, so dogs do bury bones. And, and you were talking earlier about um, your dogs eat a lot of grass. And I've heard Dr. Billinghurst talk about some of the best probiotics are in sheep poop. And I was thinking yeah. to myself that a many parents will shoo their dogs away from these natural. Let we talk about natural again, the earth, mother nature. So, and I yet- have something to add to that. So Dr. Billinghurst, uh, you know, I'm I, doing his masterclass or uh, coming into the last week of that, but. In his diet breakdown, in his ratio breakdown, 10% is, he calls it, um, so, you know, there's raw meaty bones and there's veg and there's awful and uh, blah, blah, blah. But 10% is poo. He's like, it's completely normal and natural for your dog to eat poop. Now, and like what you just said, you know, sheep poop and deer poop and horse poop and things like that. And he's not saying that your dog should go out any 10% poop, but he's, that's, that's what he, that's the, how he named the category. It's like, uh, but other things are in there too, like, you know, supplement, supplement type things like the, uh, kelp and the, um, things like that are in that category too. But I mean, that's his heading for that, for that 10% category so that's uh the modern father of raw feedings uh view on poop and bacteria and he says the same thing it their design it here's the thing you people have got to get over this germ phobia thing it's it's not a thing it it's not you, you have to embrace it Germs are good for you. They're good for your dog. They're not there to hurt you. They're there to help you. So the more sterile your environment is, the sicker you're going to be. There you go. go. That is so true. So, yeah, I mean, I, uh, unless, and and my yard's not sprayed, so we don't want dogs eating, you know, stuff that's been sprayed. But, um, but again, I, 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 I think your point that you make a lot of times is people are, once they come over to the raw diet, they get very sort of, uh, oh, what's the word I want to use? You know, it's like, that's not quite the word I was using, but thinking, but it, but, but they give it. I was trying to be nice. Okay. Uh, (laughs) But. But but like you said, they they worry oh bacteria. It's this bacteria thing really freaks people out, right? And um you I know, just like, don't understand that. <laughs> I know. I just, I, I just I know. can't fathom that. It's like, 
what uh i don't get it <laughs> well it's because there's been a narrative out there being pushed and uh and that narrative has not been questioned right and so um you know a lot of people worry about how long should I leave this in the fridge? Three days or four days? I'm like, until somebody you asked me that it. the other day. I'm like, dude, <laughs> should be it'll it, two weeks easy, probably longer, probably a month. It's fine. I <laughs> two weeks. Oh my god, until At you least. can't stand it. But but you know, I'll have people that say things that that I cannot verify, right? Um, so for instance, every now and then, um, someone will get a split roll. Right. Like the the plastic will have been split. Right. This stuff is so cold. Right. It goes from the grinders and the mixers right into these packages that are done by machines. Mind you, folks that are weighing out the rolls and they get rejected if they're not correct. OK, so that's one. But two, they're so cold that they can split right now. They're so that the packaging gets split open. And what happens, your food will oxidize and it will get hard, right? So yeah, it'll will be have a little a bit different color there. Where It'll be a different is. color. People will tell me, oh, this made my dog sick, da, 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 da. And I'm thinking, that's so weird because it's that's all the- in their head. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I don't get pretty rolls for my dogs. We bring home all of the rejected, broken, smushed out, grossest looking rolls you have ever seen. And that's all my dogs eat. That's it. I couldn't make, I couldn't, I mean, I can't make my dog sick on that. It's like, what's, what is happening? But it, but it, but it's a mind thing, you know? And, and the other thing is this term sick. Okay. That one really bothers me. Because, Neely, if a dog is sick, we're talking they got fever, they can't hold down water, they're lethargic, they're like wobbling. Like I've seen these dogs that have taken these flea and tick and heartworm toxins, right? That's sick. But just because your dog uh, may get this acid right into the stomach and then they puke out some yellow foam doesn't mean your dog is sick. Mm Mm-mm. I mean, that'd be like me thinking I'm sick every time I fart. I mean, right. yeah. okay. oh, I'm sick again. Sorry, honey. I'm sick. I mean, yeah. no, I just, I mean, come on. I know, right? Uh, um, yeah, or the whole diarrhea thing. Everybody freaks out when, when they're, I don't get that either. It's like, you know, unless your dog is shooting out like projectile liquid, chocolate for days on end it's you know and then it's then it's like well he won't eat i'm like well if you had the shits would you eat either no (laughs) i mean come on people think about it and you know they get constipated well what does that mean well again unless their eyeballs are bulging out of their face (laughs) and they're screaming in pain they're really not constipated so, or unless, or if they hadn't pooped in three days or something like that, then yeah, that could be an issue. But I mean, these little blips that are normal parts of being part of the world is just, I mean, 
I don't know. It's like I've said before, people are not willing to let their dogs be dogs. They have to be 100% on and perfect every second of every day or they're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, something's wrong. Something's wrong. It must be the food. Something wrong with the food. Even though there's like 10,000 dogs eating the same food and there's nothing wrong with any of them. So I was just in Oklahoma at my mom's 80th birthday. Uh, we threw an 80th birthday party for her. And she she just got this little dog, right? I'm going to say, did you meet it? I did meet it. It's about the size of a bunny. It's the t- it's so tiny and it runs like the wind. It's the funniest little thing. And um, and uh, this puppy is supposed to at, at this age. It's not very old. It's only like five months old. Um, it, it doesn't want to eat three times a day. This this puppy does not want to eat breakfast. And so I said, Mom, just stop feeding her breakfast. Just stop. Yeah. Stop putting yeah. it down. And I'm looking at the body. I'm like, dog clearly is not missing any meals. Um, she's happy. She's running around. She's playing. She's great. She just does not want to eat. And she said, well, this is so different than my other dog who was just like, you know, so food motivated. He would eat all day long if she let him. But mm-hmm. this particular puppy doesn't want to eat. And um, and I was there and I, I witnessed it. But she'll eat like later in the day and dinner. So I said, I, I wouldn't even try to feed her at breakfast. Yeah, she's, I mean, she's she's about at the age where twice a day is totally fine. I mean, Go on ahead. that same vein, I'll say this too. I have talked to a, a bunch of people here in the last couple of months that my dog just won't eat anymore. He was doing fine. And all of a sudden he stopped eating. And then I find out how much they're feeding them. They're feeding them sometimes twice as much as they should be. I'm yeah. like, well, okay, so drop down to the this amount and once a day. But, 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 I'm like, just do it. <laughs> what you're doing is not working. Just do it. I do get the butt, butt, butts a lot. So, so I had, I had a customer, this really f- wonderful pet parent. And he called and he said, you know, my dog was loving it. And then he stopped. You know this from taking Dr. Billinghurst class. If you switch over to maybe a cooked or you're switching over to any kind of a a food that has this taste enhancers in it and you try to come back to raw, there may be some pickiness going on there. Yeah, but, they have to they have to recalibrate their taste buds just like you do when you when you stop eating sugar or something like that, you know. It, you're you're whole system has to recalibrate that's why don't don't unless your dog is like in advanced organ failure or something and fixing to die don't start cooking for them (laughs) just give it just give it to them raw because once you start cooking it'll you know you get so paranoid about dogs not eating but think about this so um you know dogs that eat kibble a, a vast majority of them will eat until they drop they just will eat whatever you put in front of them and the reason for that is they're starving it doesn't matter how much you feed them they're starving because kibble is crap and they're not absorbing any nutrition and they're starving it's like people that live on fast food they're obese but they're starving right it's the same thing the the body is not being nourished so if you have a dog that um you know either you switched or raised them on raw they're they don't 
go through that. It's not normal for, um, you know, for a body to be hungry all the time and eat whatever you put in front of it. I mean, if a, a, a well-adjusted, normal body will be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not hungry right now. I'll, I'll eat later, which is why dogs bury bones and, you know, bury their food and all that. It's like, well, I'll save it for later. Right. So if he's not eating, chances are it's because he's not hungry. And if he's not hungry, chances are you're feeding him too much. Well, this was, and, and so um, he said, I'm on some Facebook groups, which I was like, God bless you. And, yeah. um, and he said that some people suggested it might be a texture thing. I said, well, I typically see that with a cat. I said, is your, is your dog confused? Does he think he's a cat? <laughs> he said, <laughs> no, he thought that was funny. But anyway, um, but uh, I said, okay, let's try a couple of different things and we'll narrow this down. I said first, because he, he said, my dog is walking up and looking at the bowl and then just backing up. I said, we'll take the bowl away. Let's, let's, let's do a plate. Let's do yeah. on the ground, you know, let's do, do on the ground. Now I need to get back with him this week and see how he, how he did. But right after we had this conversation that night, he, he texted me back and he goes, I took the bowl away and the dog's eating. Well, there you go. Uh, but, but I did say that feed at a different time, a different place in a different container, right? Because you got to somehow snap them out of it and go, this is not whatever's freaking you out about eating um then then maybe we can figure that out now sometimes it's a tooth issue sometimes it's um they've had a rabies shot and now they've got these weird phobias sometimes yeah right yeah. sometimes a pet parent has um worried about it so much that they've created anxiety in the dog around food mm-hmm. right um mm -hmm. Which which is something that uh, our manager has done with his German Shepherd. He wants him to eat so bad. I said, you know what? Stop freaking out about it. That I'm looking at the dog's body. He did have an issue with a front tooth, and so uh, you know we've looked at all different types of stuff. But even got to the point where he was hand feeding him, and then he wouldn't didn't want to be hand fed. And he's like, I just get so mad. I just tell him he's got to eat, and I'm like, hmm. Now we've got a negative connotation around eating. Right? So. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to starve themselves. I mean, just, you know, if there's, if they're fine otherwise, I mean, you know, I'm not saying there's not the possibility that there's something going on, which is possible, you know, but there's nothing else wrong and they're just not eating, then just let it go. I mean, at this point in time, you should be a little bit happy about that because we just talked about how expensive food <laughs> we're going to get. So, you know, you're saving money. Come on. No, they're <laughs> not because they're fixing them steaks. They're doing all, but they're or running to the vet. My no. dog won't eat. We're going to give her an appetite enhancer. Okay. No. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. But, but a lot of people will say, but I know my dog's hungry because they'll eat this cooked thing I'm giving them or they'll eat this, you know, processed <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, oh, well, okay. no, they're not hungry because you're giving them this cooked thing, which we just said, if you do that, you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. There, there, there could be, and there can be some dogs that just want to eat raw. That has not been my 23 year experience. Mine um, either. Okay. So, but, but, 
um, something, something might be going on, but, but by and large, real food is there shouldn't be any kind of rejection of real food. Gosh, man, I hope we don't get to the point in our society like this beyond beef that they're pushing so hard, right? That we just are afraid of real food. Uh, They're sneaking crickets in bread. Y'all read your labels before you buy anything. (laughs) They're like, what is this in my bread? There's a cricket. Yeah, they're sneaking <laughs> cricket flour in in uh, crackers and bread and stuff like that. So y'all read your labels. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I care about that. I mean, but but I'm not going to give up my beef and my real chicken and my real pork and my real duck and my real food. I'm not giving that up. I still believe and find and see. That real food is what heals a real body. Now, I don't know, Manili. Maybe we got a bunch of clones out there that we don't know are walking around in the world, and they're better suited for beyond beef and crickets. I don't know. That can be the case. Can I don't be. know. That 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 fake meat stuff is like scary. I mean, ugh, yeah. And it doesn't I, taste I, good. I'm sorry. I wouldn't know. I won't eat it. I, I wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole. No. No. No, ma'am. Not going to happen. <laughs> and I'm a vegetarian, and I won't eat it. That should tell you something. Right. Is that supposed to be for vegetarians? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the, the, the moral of the podcast today is don't be afraid. Have no fear of feeding raw food. If it's yeah. real raw food and... um. Variety, 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 right? Um, don't over supplement and don't be afraid of bugs <laughs> or poop or grass. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> the uh, yeah, don't don't over supplement. Um, if you're going to supplement, you know, make sure that they're whole food supplements like the ones that we represent here at Raw Dog Food and Company. However, uh, make sure that we're not overdoing it, even with that. So. And I, I think Julianne Lee would say this, and she, well, no, she does say this. Um, if you don't see it working, stop using it. Yeah. Come back later, right? We don't we don't keep pushing and pushing it. And and the one thing that that we know that you must do is just get back to basics, right? Get back to basics. And that means you got to look at everything. Did I do a flea and tick? Did I do a heartworm? Um you know, did I do some type of a vaccine? Um, are there toxics? I mean, there's so many toxic things. Get as clean as you can. Get as basic as you can. And we got to start from there. Um, give it a little time, right? Two days is not enough time. Let's give yeah. it a couple. Let's give it a couple of weeks. Um, Itching may not be yeast, guys. It may not. It may just be that there's a splinter that's been in their little foot for 12 years. Yeah. (laughs) But but Dr. Andy and I talk about this too. Um, It can be back issues. Um, It can be a lot of different things. So. Yeah, that's true too. And and, uh, sometimes, or actually oftentimes, um, if they're, consistently start licking their feet like that um can be an indication of neck pain Mm -hmm. and back and back pain i applaud absolutely Mm -hmm. applaud our pet parents that are on a mission to make their 
pets as healthy as possible. Absolutely. Both of yep. us do. But we want you to have be sane. We want you to not yeah. lose your mind. Right. And uh, some of these pet parents are really stressed out um, because of their pets. And, you know, it can be a lot of different things. And if it is very confusing and it's uh, you're about to lose your ever living, loving, wonderful mind, um, go see Neely Piazza. You find her on my experts page. Okay, you just click on that button, fill out the form. Uh, you're going to get a discount coming through rawdogfoodandco.com, and uh, she's going to help you. She's going to make Absolutely. it easy. Absolutely, make it and easy. And don't do the butt, 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 because she'll just say, "But do it anyway." <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> so uh, get over there to our experts page. Remember, we have a great learning center. Lots of great information in there. If you have questions, you can always send them in and uh, we can answer it right here on the Raw Dog Food Truth. I do want to say hello to those listening to us in Alaska. Wow. Those listening to us in Alaska. Can we come visit? (laughs) Right. You're like, can we just move there? We appreciate all of you guys listening. Oh, one last thing before we go. I happen to be wearing today the brand new sweatshirts that just came in. That say oh. dog food and company. Oh, um, uh, you yes, you definitely have to have one of these, and they're kind of a burnt orange or red, however you want to look at them. And they have red and white uh, on the raw dog food. Uh, it says raw squad, and then on the back it says friends. Don't friends, let friends don't feed. let friends feed kibble. That's right. So this is a great great sweatshirt. They're lightweight. They're very soft. Um, they will should be up on the website, should be up on the website in the next day or so. We will have uh, medium, uh, large, extra large, and 2X. All right, so we've got those. Um, and they're great. They're great. Save me an extra large. <laughs> I don't think you need an extra large. I know, but I like them big. You know, my niece does the same thing. She's this tiny little thing, and she likes all these extra large that come down to her knees. <laughs> You're smaller than I am. I, I, I'm I wearing a medium today and it's perfect. So, but you want an extra long? Okay. All right, then. All righty. All right, everybody. I want a t-shirt, too. Well, we're out of t-shirts at the moment. I know. I tried to order one and it was out of stock. And I was like, like doggone it. Yeah, those sold out really fast. fast we'll, enough. We're, we will bring those back. Uh, we're just bringing in the sweatshirts for right now for the cold season. Then we will bring those back. And I think we will bring back um, multicolors on those. Um, because they're really cool too. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Get over to raw dog food and co.com where your pet's health is our business. And what, Neely? Friends don't let friends feed kibble. Amen, sister. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, snap. Find out how you can start your dog on the road to health and longevity. Go to rawdogfoodandcompany.com, where friends don't let friends feed kibble and where your pet's health is our business. Just snap.